I want to share with you, um, and hopefully tie it into the gospel a little bit, some of my reflections about what's been happening out here in the parking lot. I say that because this is a, it's a spiritual sort of a thing. Um, right before I got sick, the asphalt got pulled up, and I thought, wow, you know, how many times I walked across that spot, never to walk there again through that spot. And it, suddenly it felt like a bit of a death. You know, I said, this is, something's happening. You know, you don't know exactly when they see the trees being bulldozed and this and that. And, and I've, right after that, I got sick. So I'm watching these strange pieces of equipment coming into the parking lot here. And, you know, after 22 years of living in Oregon, many of them in this area, I've gotten used to getting caught behind various pieces of farm equipment, <laughs> which is always a growth opportunity. <laughs> no pun intended. I, I mean, obviously, what's being planted is growth, but for me, it's always, here's that patience lesson, you know. Uh, because after all, I mean, that's the business around here. We Cars are second during certain seasons. And so here comes this auger, biggest old auger I ever saw in my life. I'm learning all these new words with this project. And, uh, and I really didn't quite, I knew basically what they were doing, but I didn't realize quite what it involved. And so they began to, not knowing exactly where the church is going to sit in this big pit that they'd opened up, and so they began to do drill with this thing. How many of you heard this going on? Only three? I heard you could hear all the way to McNary. You could sure hear it over here. The staff got the worst of it, actually. And boom, 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 you know. And they're digging these things out. 240 holes we put in the ground, 16 to 20 feet deep. Out comes the dirt. In goes the rock. Uh, what they are called is geo-peers. How about that? Geo-peers. Uh, this, this construction speak, every time I go to a meeting, I start to glaze over like in some of your eyes when I'm preaching. And uh, don't think I don't see you. Um, and I call them stabilizers. Because the truth is, we've mentioned this before, and I didn't realize it until we started doing this, is that you know the Willamette River flowed right through here at some ancient time and deposited all this sand, and that's why we have such a great water table, under the property. It's a little too, too close to the surface. Many of these were almost like wells, water coming in there. But the idea is you don't build on sand like this building is. We're going to build on rock. And so around the perimeter, right where the walls are, right where the fittings are, are going now, there are 240 of these, and the structure is built on rock. You can see the, the biblical parallel, not building on sand, which a little earthquake is going to shake and come down, but built on rock. And these stabilizers now are completely covered over. You can't see them. They will be silently protecting the building. And as I sat there, first I was irritated by the pounding, but you realize you have to suffer to get good things. And uh, fortunately, my back got good enough that I, during the mission, which I had intended to attend, I decided to beat it, so I'd have to listen to that all day, and I went up on a retreat in Washington. I could still hear it up there <laughs> in my mind. And I thought to myself, what are the stabilizers in our lives? You see, regardless of 
we have an extraordinary participation in our building project in terms of our pledges. Uh, it's a very difficult time to do this financially for our country, and, uh, and yet it was a good time for St. Ed's for many reasons. But, but there's one building project no one here can escape, and that is the one in our soul. The real building project, what we're really about here, is the temple of the soul that Christ is building that will last forever. Each of us is the temple of God. That's Paul's image. Jesus said, if you destroy this temple in three days, God will raise it up. The temple of his body. You are a temple. That's why we periodically cleanse the temple. And these pillars, what are the pillars that keep you going? Do you ever think about that? Of course, we think of, the first thing we think of is financial. I have enough money, my job, this and that, uh, recreation, eating right. Many people stop right there. Hopefully nobody here does this. The family should be a pillar of strength. Sometimes it causes the earthquakes also, you know. But, but what supports me? My church family should support me. This should be a support group. I come here each week to get those geo pillars put back, or geo, whatever they are, put back in there. The yeah, geo pillars. Peers. Geo peers. See? Uh, stabilizers. Mass is a stabilizer. Prayer is a stabilizer. You begin to put sand under your building when you stop praying. Giving to others, and I'm talking about the people in our lives each day, how we treat them, how we react to them. Some people call it peace and justice. Uh, am I looking out for others as God has placed it in my heart? This is putting solid pillars under the building. I'm not thinking about myself. And without even realizing it, you're putting all kinds of stability and it will be there for you in a crisis. If you have made a sacrifice at Lent, when the involuntary sacrifices come and the earthquake starts to roll, the building is going to stay up because you are built on rock. And not on the sand. Many people build on sand. They, they, they don't, we can't build on the internet. It's one power outage away. You can't build on the stock market. Next thing you know, it's flattened out again. It's nothing in this world lasts forever. The deep roots are spiritual. You can't see them, but boy, you sure miss them when they're gone. Reconciliation. We've got a penance service, eight priests coming on Tuesday. If I don't examine my conscience, I'm not going to know what to work on. And there's so many other ways. All charitable giving is always putting deep pillars in. It's not a matter of amounts, but my generosity. Selfishness is pouring sand beneath your building. It's not going to last. What's going to stabilize me? So we, this, this, I found that very fruitful because you can't see these things, but if they're not there, your whole structure is in grave danger. That's, we're in the middle of a spiritual building project. This is a spiritual journey, not just a physical one. And uh, another interesting thing that occurred this week, I, I found this horrifying and fascinating. Um, we, uh, at some time in the recent past, we put these four globe lights on a, on a solar sensor, and uh, it had gotten blown over or something. So Jim was on the roof over here back where the maintenance room is and where the old kitchen was, right in this back area. It's the worst 
worst part of this whole roof situation that we've discovered. And uh, while he's up there, he's stepping along, and he stepped right into the roof, which, which gave way. The subroof was completely deteriorated. There was a, uh, a pla big, thick, very thick plastic sheet that keeps the water out, and that's what stopped his fall through the roof to the ground. Hello. <laughs> so I said, Jim, I'm so glad you didn't die. I'm too busy to do a funeral this week. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do about this. <laughs> you know, it opens a can of worms, doesn't it? But I thought to myself, praise the Lord. This is another reminder of why we're doing this. God gave it to us. But more than that, I looked at it spiritually. How many things in my life or your life they look so healthy because we're only looking at the surface. But underneath, there's corruption. There's deterioration. There's cancer. Something's eating away at my soul because nobody can see it, but I can see it and God can see it. And the effects are becoming more and more apparent. Every year I try to give up coffee for Lent and everybody else suffers. <laughs> but you see, if you drink too much of that, it begins to eat away at your, at your body, you know, and... I always have to pull back because I tend to, whatever I do, I do more and more of. So, so it's a pullback time. That's very superficial. What areas of cancer or of deterioration in my relationship with God or others can not be seen until God pulls back the subroof to show us or, to us, or God forbid that we fall through because we didn't see it coming. And this happens... When somebody corrects us and hurts our feelings, our first reaction is defense. This happened to me this week. And then I sat back and I thought, well, how can I learn from this? Is there an element of truth in this terrible comment that was made? And I said, yes. I pulled back the sheetrock and there was something that needed repairing. You see, that's how God often talks to us. Uh, through the scriptures, we need this turning around experience that this man in the gospel had. And it was up to hit the boy, the son, to turn around. The father was waiting for him, but he had to come back on his own. What area? It could be physical in terms of what I'm eating and drinking. It could be spiritual, what I'm doing or not doing. Um, this is a time for repairing roofs, 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 uh, and buildings, the one in my soul. And then finally, I noticed, um, it's very interesting, the, uh, the fittings that is the, the forms, the molds the, of the foundation, where the foundation will go. We, last night, yesterday, we put out some plastic signs of where different things will go. Here's the altar. Here's the reconciliation room. I think there's one that says, here's the bathroom. <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, none of that was there on Monday. And suddenly, you got a, the outline of the future is coming out. And I looked at it, and I thought, it's too small. <laughs> you know, it, it, looks, it looks small. It, this was true at Queen of Peace when they were laying theirs out. I, I saw that also. Father George was out there pacing it off and thinking, I think we got gypped. There's <laughs> something <busy. laughs> so I was out there wanting to walk it off and say, you know, um, you know. but it, it actually holds a lot more. It's just, it's an illusion. But you can see the future beginning to uh, emerge from the ground. In the same way, the world of the future is all around us. We are all going to live forever. It's a question of where we're going, what place we're going to have, and it all starts now. And you can already see in people the, the person they're going to be forever. 
It's all emerging right now. It's only an outline because right now we live in homes that we don't really own and places where we don't stay forever. Someday somebody else will live in your home. But the one inside, it's, it's emerging by the way we react to, to things and challenges, the people around us, uh, our generosity, our patience, our perseverance, our prayer, our willingness to make a sacrifice. All of these things are the fittings that we begin to see the place we're going to have in heaven, the temple that when this body falls away prior to the resurrection of the dead, our work is going to become visible to everyone. That's, a, that's an image from St. Paul. Thank goodness it's covered up by scaffolding right now. I've got a lot of work to do before you see what mine looks like. You know, there's a, a lot of work needs to be done yet. And God wants to get to work. We invite Jesus to be our foreman. That was his business. He was into construction before he entered his ministry. The Holy Spirit is our project manager. God is the architect. Let him work on the building project of our soul, especially in Lent, we get out the blueprints and make some changes, you know. Um, God is the one that does this. He sets the agenda, but we have to cooperate like the prodigal son who comes back. It's always the same story. We have to keep repenting. We have to keep turning around. So we pray that God will guide us in our own personal building project as we learn from the one, the external one that we are all going through together this year.